Hey guys, this is Rob and welcome to day number 44 of an experiment I'm calling Give Us This Day, our daily Guinness. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, listen, here's the deal. I recorded a podcast trailer. I'm experimenting with this. What was happening is a punchline of the whole situation is I am drinking a pint of Guinness and recording a podcast episode every day in 2019 in addition to the weekly uh, Tuesday long-form conversations that I'm putting out with people. Uh, but I was spending about the first minute and a half of every uh, every one of these daily episodes explaining what I'm doing. So what I decided to do is I recorded a trailer to this year's podcast. So if this is your first time listening, go check out the trailer. It is 1022 at night, and I have not recorded a podcast yet today. And I haven't drank Guinness today, so I'm sitting in my kitchen. Sarah is in the other room sleeping, and I got my Guinness here. Uh, but here's the deal. Here's what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about asking questions. I have been obsessed about thinking about the way we ask questions. And one of the greatest quotes or idioms that we throw out all the time is the phrase, there's no such thing as a stupid question. And I think that phrase is overused because, I mean, as someone that hosts a podcast all about curiosity, you would think I would agree with that. There's no such thing as a dumb question. But here's the deal. I do not agree with that statement in, in its blanket entirety. And here's why. I do think there are such things as stupid questions. But today, I want to talk about how to ask a dumb question or an annoying question, how to frame a question that might come off as dumb. Because I, if I had to add on to that phrase, there's no such thing as a dumb question, I would add, there's no such thing as a dumb question, but there is such thing as a poorly thought out question. Framing is all the things that impact the sentence or the question you're saying, the interaction you're having with someone outside of just the words you're saying. So today I want to give you a tool or a tactic I use to frame a question that I'm going to ask someone that I have not built rapport with. I want to give you an example of a situation I was in and a curiosity I had about, uh, this had to do with a tap room. I was at a bar and I had a question about tap systems, how beer is pulled from kegs and then served in a glass to us. It's not a question that normally people are asking, but it came to my mind and I wanted an answer. So here's the deal. My wife and I live in South Minneapolis, not too far from an amazing bar called Town Hall Taps. One of my favorite things about this tap room and bar is that they're one of the few places that serve a proper cask ale. Sarah and I had the evening off together, so we decided to grab a happy hour at one of our favorite local spots, Town Hall Taps. <laughs> We're enjoying our Summit Cask Ale. I think it was their high stick alt or shtick. I don't know how you pronounce it. We're enjoying our beer, minding our own business, and that's when the question popped in my mind. Now, I know when you go to a bar and you're drinking beer, the way it's served is typically served, beer is typically served in one of three ways. You have the typical carbonated beer that comes with being pumped out with CO2, 
Then you have nitro beer. So like typically a Guinness is poured on nitro and that's nitrogen hooked up to the system instead of carbon dioxide. And then the third, which is the most rare in an American bar is a cask ale. And that is like an old English style ale. And you'll always know it's a cask ale because you'll see the bartender grabbing a massive handle and they're putting their weight into it. And they're pulling down this huge handle because they have to physically pull up the beer. It's not pressurized by carbon dioxide or nitrogen. They have to physically pull it up from the cask in the cellar. I realized, as our beers were being poured, I realized that I have no idea how a cask beer is actually carbonated when being served at a bar. I know that there are CO2 tanks hooked up to normal beer, but I didn't know if the CO2 is actually carbonating the beer or does the beer in the keg show up already carbonated. Same with the nitrogen. Is it doing the same thing? Is it carbonating the beer? Or is it just being used to pull the beer up from the kegs and into the glass? And what about a cask conditioned ale? Are you uh, having to force any sort of carbon dioxide? How is that being carbonated? Because there's a little bit of effervescence in the beer when you're tasting it. So I was curious about all these things and wanted to ask, but for I know for someone working behind the bar, they've got a million things on their mind. So I want to be considerate of the bartender's time. And so I will frame it like this. Hey, I know you're slammed, but I've got a really dumb question. I'm wondering if I can ask you. What that does is if you frame the question like, hey, this is this is kind of goofy. If you put the mental oxygen out there, you acknowledge that, hey, I know you're busy. I know you're probably in the middle of something. And what that does to the other person is it instinctively within them makes them want to say something like, oh man, there's no, instantly they say something like, hey, there's no such thing as a dumb question. Yeah, ask away. And it puts a sense of empathy in the other person's court. Now, this isn't manipulation. What this is, it's acknowledging that their time is valuable and that this could be a question that doesn't hold as much weight in the conversation on their end as it does for you. Fortunately, the bartender working, her name is JP and she's awesome. She's one of our favorite bartenders. She's the kind of bartender that every time we go into Town Hall Tap, we're hoping she's working. Uh, and so I asked her, hey, listen, here's a question about the taps. How is it being carbonated? How is it being forced up? And I'm so pumped I asked because she said, hey, oh man, that's not a dumb question at all. I, I, she even told me like, hey, I wish that uh, I was allowed to bring you back behind the bar right now because I'd have you pull out this, I'd have you crank on this cascale to pull it up because it's fascinating. It feels so different than everything else. And she went on to explain that every time you have a cask ale tapped up in a bar, it actually has to be cask conditioned, which means the brewery has to send the cask or the keg to a bar with a certain amount of yeast and sugars within the cask so it naturally carbonates itself. So all the carbonation you're gonna get has to be self-contained within that. And from there, it's hooked up to completely different lines in a completely different part of the cellar than any of the other beers. And then every time you pull on it, it's pulling it straight up and you're getting completely natural beer that's naturally fermented with yeast. There's no pasteurizing involved. And it's one of the most natural ways you can drink beer. So what ended up as just a 
goofy curiosity about how taps work, how the lines get clean. Because I have, as although although I love beer, I've never worked in a bar before in my life. That ended up solidifying a great conversation with her about how things worked and my love for cask beer. So. All that to say, a little trick, if you're interested in it, if you want to ask a question but you have not or you do, you have not built up rapport or you don't have the chance to take the time to do so, frame it like that, to acknowledge the unspoken in the room. All right, that's all I got. Listen, hey, if this is something that interests you, if talks like this about diving in to learning about how to ask better questions, how to frame questions, better questions I've found to ask, if this is something that interests you, if you're on the same journey as me throughout life, I would love to hear from you. You can reach out to me on the podcast hotline. You can call that number, leave me a message, or you can hit me up at thecuriouspod.com slash contact. I would love to hear from you. Or Maybe you have a better way of framing uh, questions that you've learned that's helped you uh, build instant rapport with somebody. I would love to hear that. I'm on this journey too. Uh, Let's turn this into a conversation between you and me. But other than that, I hope you have a great rest of your day. And above all else, stay curious.